This is a Music Therapy Chronicles podcast episode with your host, Trisha Coyote. I can't believe that we are at episode 200 of this podcast. Thank you to every person who made this possible, and I'm excited to answer your questions today. You're listening to the Music Therapy Chronicles, a podcast about music therapy from a variety of perspectives. Our ambition is to inspire and connect listeners through meaningful conversations just like the music therapy conference you can listen to anywhere. My name is Trisha Coyote. I'm your weekly host and a board-certified music therapist from the New England region. If you're enjoying the show, please subscribe so you never miss an episode and consider leaving us a rating and review. We really appreciate them. You can find more podcast episodes, links to our pod courses, the self-care community, links to all of our social media, and get on our monthly newsletter all at musictherapychronicles.com. Thank you so much for choosing to listen to this show today, and you can always reach me by sending an email to hello at musictherapychronicles.com. Welcome back to the Music Therapy Chronicles. This is your host, Trisha. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for choosing to spend your time over here on this podcast. I know there are so many amazing podcasts out there, so I really appreciate you choosing this one. Um, And thank you to everyone who sent in questions for this Ask Me Anything episode. It's really interesting to see what you're all um, interested in hearing about me and from me and just knowing what you'd like me to share. So thank you for that. If you are not yet subscribed to the show, please subscribe to this podcast on your podcast player of choice so that you don't miss any future episodes. You can also find us online and on social media at Music Therapy Chronicles, all that good stuff. And if you or someone you know is interested in being on the show, reach out to me at hello at musictherapychronicles.com. I would love to hear from you. All right, so let's get into these questions. There's an interesting array and I appreciate them. Um, I'm going to read them anonymously. So The first one is just someone saying, I'm just here to say, OMG, 200 episodes. So proud of you with lots of little yellow hearts. So thank you very much, uh, wonderful listener, for sending that in. I am also honestly really proud um, to have gotten all the way to, to 200 episodes. And 
having stuck with this for four years and been able to be very consistent with putting episodes out each week and doing challenges with some daily episodes to have made pod courses and started a community, have different items available to download from our shop. Um, I've had people reach out to me for consultations. I know that there are listeners who reach out to guests who really resonated with them and I am so grateful to have been able to connect with so many people through this podcast and to be able to share so many amazing conversations with you, the listeners. Um, So yeah, it hasn't just been me, obviously. There's so many people who contribute to this, but I am proud of myself for, for continuing to stick with it. And again, grateful to be here. So yeah. Okay. Next question. And this is one, I'll read the question first, I guess. It says, word or mantra for the year, how does it or doesn't it relate to your job? So if you have been a listener of the show for about a year, you know last year I did a whole episode about um, my word for the year. It was episode 147 entitled, What I'm Doing Differently This Year. Uh, So that will be linked in the show notes for anyone looking for it. And I talked about exactly what it sounds like, what I was doing differently last year, and that my, my words for the year were joy and ease. So I had thought about doing an episode this year about, you know, my mantra, my my chosen word for the year. Um, and I love that this listener asked this question to just say that you're interested in hearing that. So thank you. Um, if anyone wants to share your word or phrase for the year, maybe I'll do a social media post about that. So keep an eye out and drop your word or phrase for the year. This is also something that I talked about in my episode with Rachel Ramback way back in the beginning of the show. I will link that as well. Um, and if you're unfamiliar with this practice, it's it's basically what it sounds like where at the beginning of the year or halfway through or whenever it feels right, you kind of reflect on what you want to focus on and make it really finite, you know, so a single word or phrase because we set lots of goals it can get overwhelming. And so having this like specific word or phrase to go back to and say, hey, am I working towards this thing that I have aspired to achieve? Uh, in the Self Chronicles workbook, which is available in the Music Therapy Chronicles shop, um, it's there's like this whole process where you go through making your goals and breaking things down and eventually come up with your theme for the year, which is exactly what this listener is asking. So if you're interested in, in checking that out, you can find that in the shop as well, and I will link it. So for 2023, my word is ripple. Ripple. So this is a word that came to me through social media, um, and usually I, I try to not take outside influence with my words. I really try to do it um, internally. But so I was thinking about flow. Um, If you've listened to the recent episodes where I was like, hey, things aren't going as planned, (laughs) Uh, getting into the flow and just trusting the flow and being 
comfortable with where things are flowing and not going as planned and going with the flow in general has kind of been an emerging theme for the past few months. And so when thinking about flow, um, there have also been some other drastic changes going on in my life, which I will probably do a whole separate episode on. Um, it felt too big to go with the flow because there is so much change happening in my life and I am ready for the change. I'm here for it. I've created most of it myself for good reason. And I still want to be able to have some control over how things are changing. Um, And so I was scrolling on Instagram, right? One of our favorite things to do that we have a love-hate relationship with. And Morgan Harper Nichols, who I will link in the show notes, she does just like amazing artwork with um, commonly like words or phrases that are resonating with her at the time and, you know, affirmations and positive thoughts, that kind of stuff. She had a reel that was cycling through various words for the year and a short definition each was attached to a piece of art. And so the idea was you, you know, take a breath, center yourself. And when you feel ready, you screenshot this reel while it's going through these words really quickly and see what word uh, you get in your screenshot. Kind of like a, a digital tarot pull or affirmation card kind of a thing. And the word I got was ripple. And at the time I was like, that's kind of a weird word. I don't know how I feel about that. But here is the definition she had for ripple. Ripple is a verb and it means to flow in small waves, to flow in small waves. And so, of course, the word flow is what stuck with me. I was like, oh, this is kind of what I've been thinking. This, this talks about flow. And the small waves part is what really caught me because all of this change is happening in my life, personally and professionally. Like I've said, I want to have some control over it. And looking at the 12 months ahead of me and trying to pick a singular theme for that 12 months is daunting because I know that more change is going to come and my energy is going to have to be different day to day, week to week, month to month. And so this idea of ripple encouraged for me, hey, I can still flow. I can still be ready to pivot and accept things and go with the flow. And I also can do that in small increments. So it almost gave me the permission to say, I can course correct. I can change what I'm doing. I can see, you know, this small wave ahead of me. I need to do X, Y, Z this week. I need to get through this. An extra challenging thing is coming up, but that doesn't mean it's going to last forever. And so thinking about ripple and rippling through the year, reinforced for me and reminded me that I can both go with the flow and control the current in some ways. And that's that's really what I'm aspiring to do this year. Um, again, with, with things changing and unexpected things coming up in the past couple months, like kind of beating me down and also reminding myself that if I'm flowing in small waves It's okay if my energy is really high for a short period of time and really low for a short period of time. Nothing is lasting forever. Um, 
yeah, <laughs> I guess that's that's kind of the central theme is it's this balance for me between flow and control. Um, and I tend to lean towards more excessive control. So that's my word for the year. The second part of this question said, how does it or doesn't it relate to your job? Um, this is part of the thing that will need its own episode to get into because at the end of 2022, I actually left my previous job. Um, and that's, like I said, that's a whole conversation, a whole other topic. And so part of this idea of Ripple is being in this new position, seeing what the expectations of me are, what I need to do, getting to know the people I work with um, professionally, you know, like colleagues, and I'm still in school, so students. Um, I'm doing music therapy, so, you know, not teaching music per se, but they're in school, so students. Um, and so that's how it relates to my work, <laughs> is just seeing what I can learn week to week, knowing that I need to take ownership of this new position and where it's going, um, hence Ripple, but also going with the flow that this is uncharted territory for everyone involved. And sometimes we will ripple in one way and need to course correct in another way. And that's okay. Being able to navigate that with grace and patience and calmly with everyone else involved. So that's how it relates to my work, most specifically. Yeah. More on that later. All right, the next question says, what are the three most valuable concepts or lessons you've learned from guest speakers? Now, this is a super loaded question and I appreciate where it's coming from. I know that I also ask questions on the show that's like, hey, can you take this like very broad topic we've talked about and break it into a little list for us, uh, which is really hard to do, but... I ask it of other people, so it's only fair that this type of concept um, be asked of me. So I'm going to start with the first thing that came to mind. I don't know if I'll get to three, and as with most things, I'm going to live in the gray area. <laughs> so one of my favorite things that has come out of this show is... Being able to talk to people and pick their brain about contrasting ideas and opinions. So I have had guests on the show that directly contradict my personal beliefs. I have had guests on the show that contradict each other. I have had guests on the show that enlighten me to things I didn't even know I was ignorant to or teach me more deeply um, on a topic that I thought I had an understanding of. And so it's not a specific concept per se, this idea, but I just love the opportunity to be able to learn and to have conversations from different perspectives and hear, you know, this person thinks xyz and this is why and to hear their understanding and chew on that myself and then hear a different person say well about the same topic I believe abc and to hear their perspective and why they believe that and then to be able 
to have that diverse insight to have had um, discussions on a specific topic from different angles and then be able to reflect on them myself and really create my my own opinion Um, because I think that if I was taking information from a source or multiple sources that always had the same inclination like I my thought process would be extremely biased right Um, that was one of my biggest lessons in my internship having grown up and then attended college in settings that were very similar with um, certain stigmas and biases and expectations and then going to internship and seeing a different reality, um, different reality for people, how they live differently than me and how that has affected them. Um, And so I appreciate being able to continue that on this show, being able to look at contrasting ideas and opinions and then for myself with as well-rounded of a perspective as I can get say well what do I think having had these conversations so that's not a specific topic or concept um, but that is one of my favorite things about the show I also just in general love talking about (laughs) self-care obviously that's why I started the self-care community and I enjoy conversations about you know clinical application and resources and very concrete concepts and I also love the abstract conversations where there is no like cut and dry answer there's no super clear advice it's just here's a a topic that people have different opinions on or a topic that people have strong feelings about but don't talk about and let's get into it. I I like those theoretical conversations um, that just make us think more deeply as people and how that informs and impacts our practice uh, as well as our personal lives. So to this question, (laughs) I'm not sure I gave you the type of answer you're looking for, but those are some of my favorite lessons from the show is to be open to and enjoy having conversations that make me think harder and make me question what I believe, what I see, what I perceive from the world and grow as a person from that. Um, Yeah. All right. This is the last question. It is what's your most recent favorite food or meal? Good one. Thank you for this Um, light question to end and our episode with today I have to think on this um I like routine (laughs) and so I also cooking for me is is a pretty big self-care thing I cook dinner every night and while I do that I make myself lunch for the next day so it's you know taking that time for myself to create a nourishing healthy meal and then also have leftovers and a good meal for work the next day during lunch so That being said, and my uh, inclination towards routine, I cook basically the same things every week. So like Monday night is a certain meal, Tuesday night is a certain meal, Wednesday night is a certain meal, and I have not changed those up in many years. So 
right now, I'm really enjoying, on Thursday nights, we have burritos where I make rice and beans and sauteed peppers and onions. I add in avocado and salsa and I put it in a nice flour tortilla and it's winter. So like holding this warm tortilla filled with this wonderful comfort food that, um, has you know like the rice to really fill up my belly and the protein from the beans and then all the other wonderful flavors that go into the veggies and the salsa that is one of my favorite meals right now um it's not a new meal but it is definitely one that I look forward to every week making on Thursday nights so yeah what's your favorite meal listener if you want to chime in (laughs) comments on whatever post about this episode you can let me know your theme for the year your favorite concepts from the show your most recent favorite food yeah those are the three big questions and then (laughs) congratulations on 200 episodes I guess you could tell me what your favorite episode has been that would be an interesting an interesting question to have answered by people um I guess this is one of the hard things about podcasts is I can't say, hey, just comment below, blah, blah, blah. It's like you have to go to a different source to be able to interact, which pros and cons about podcasting. Overall, obviously, I love the medium. I've been doing it for a while, but it's also a challenge. In order for us to have more of an interaction, um, we have to go to other social media platforms. But anyway, that being said, let me know your answers to these questions as well. Thank you so much to everyone who sent in a question. Thank you to each and every one of you for listening to the podcast, for your support over the past four years, for writing in, for purchasing pod courses, for joining the community, for subscribing to the show, sharing with your friends or colleagues. That is how this podcast has grown over time is just people sharing with each other. And I hope to see that continue. So yeah, if you're looking for another way to support the show, please consider giving us a review. That really helps it be uh, more visible for other people trying to find this type of content. Thank you so much for being with me today and listening to my answers to these questions. I hope you have a wonderful week and I'll see you in the next one. Mm -hmm.